Good morning. Welcome to BCF Church. I'm Pastor Bo. And you may have heard me say this before, but one of our core values at BCF is we empower next generation leaders. We empower them. So last year, Pastor Kenny, one of my mentors, one of the founders of BCF, he took a group of seven men through a preacher training course. Well, this year, some of those same men, he took them through an advanced course where he actually taught them how to do funerals and weddings, and then we commissioned them to do weddings and funerals. And one of those men is Javier Serna. Now, today, Javier is going to be giving a message on something that he is very passionate about. Please welcome my friend, Javier. Buenos días, bienvenidos a todos. Oh, hold on. Uh, sorry, Pastor Bo forgot to take off the SAP button on, on this thing. Eh? Um, some of you are looking at each other like, uh, Margaret, are we in the right service? Uh, yes, you're in the right service. Our Spanish translator over there is like, what the heck, do you all need me today? Okay. Good morning, BCF family. My name is Javier Serna. Uh, some of you all know me. Uh, first of all, welcome all of you joining us online from throughout the Rio Grande Valley, Texas, and all over the country. Okay, my name is Javier Serna. Some of you all know me from our Financial Peace small groups. Uh, we've taught several of them here. Uh, I am a husband and a father of uh, two beautiful children. Um, of course, I can say beautiful. I don't think anybody's ever come up and gone, oh, my two ugly children. So, <laughs> of course, I'm going to say that, Okay. I am a gener Generation X child, okay? Those of us that uh, grew up in the 80s and 90s, where are my Gen Xers in here? Gen Xers, Gen Xers, come on. Ladies, you, you use that Aquanet with that big hair back in the day. Yeah, there you go. I see you. I see you, okay? So just like me, you're, you're a Gen Xer, okay? Today, I'm here to talk to you about money, 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 money. All right? Gen Xers, you all know this one. Help me out. Hey, okay? I'm a material girl in a material There you go. You don't got the money, you don't get the girl. All right? So, again, like 80s, we grew up in the, in the great 80s. We missed the 70s, some of us. This is for those of you that grew up in the 70s. Uh, thank God we missed disco, uh, high inflation, long gas lines. Uh, all that stuff. We grew up in the, in the 80s, right? The big 80s, okay? Big hair, I told you that. Big, big cars, big, big everything. Uh, again, ladies, I don't mean to pick on you, but I'm rem remembering my mom. Uh, the big shoulder pads. <laughs> Y'all remember those? Y'all look like football players, okay? So everything was big in the 80s. But in regards to money, Okay, the Bible mentions it over 2,000 times. So do you all think it's, it's important? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, all of us, we think about money. We work for our money. We spend our money, and we stress about money. Right? And when we don't have it, we think about it even more. With today's financial uncertainties, we're all stressing out about our financial situation. The government and the media might be telling us 
that the economy is great, that, you know, gas prices are going down, all this stuff. But when you go to the grocery store and the total comes up, is the, is, is the economy really good? Is it really? Okay. So as you can see, I, I pulled up the, some charts right there. Uh, inflation, everybody's talking about inflation. You see right there, July 2022 through July 2023, all items have gone up, especially food. Okay. Energy there, it says it's gone down. Eh, I don't know about that one. Uh, look at your PUB bill. Okay. I know it's hot, but okay. all items and food energy are going up. That other chart right there, ladies and gentlemen, that one right there is actually, I track all my money. That is uh, my car and the gas prices that I've paid. Okay, it starts in about 20, I can't see it from here, 2018, somewhere around there. And you see how it's gone up, and then at one time we we're paying like $1.40 in gas. That was awesome. And then you see it went up over $4, and then it came down to about, what, $2.40, and, and they tell you, oh, ga gas is coming down, gas is coming down. I, don't, I won't believe that until gas drops below $1.30. Then I'll believe that gas is going down. Eh? Other than that, it's like if you were to go to the gym and get a trainer, say, I want to lose some weight. Orale. All right. And he makes you gain 100 pounds. And then you lose 25. And he's like, hey, you lost 25 pounds. Did you really lose 25 pounds? No. Okay. So that's, that they play with numbers. All right. But we all know, you know, whenever we go pay for stuff. I paid for uh, two Happy Meals this week for my kids. Almost $13 for, for Happy Meals. It's not like I went to Texas Roadhouse or anything. It's like crazy. So we're all stressing about all these things. But what does the Bible say? The Bible says, don't worry about these things. Saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs, all of them, okay? I, full disclosure, I am not a math or economics major, okay? Or a financial advisor, but I have become debt-free by following God's word on money and following the Dave Ramsey Bible-based baby steps. And this is the Dave Ramsey program right there that I've taught. Today, I'm going to share my journey on how my family and I became debt-free and how you and your family can become debt-free too. A little bit about myself. Like many of you, my parents came from Mexico with only an elementary education. Okay, they worked the fields, they worked hard manual labor, they worked hard to provide for my two sisters, my brother, and me. Uh, they always stressed an education. In this country, you get an education, you, you, you could become whatever you want in this country. Okay, as a kid, like many of us, I grew up, I wanted to help out the family, so I would wash cars and mow lawns. You know, just so I could buy myself maybe my 
my own pair of pants or something for school. Then I joined the, the workforce, okay? Who remembers their first job in here and getting that paycheck? Okay. Who remembers looking at that paycheck and saying, what the heck happened to my money? Huh? That's when I learned about Theo Sam, Uncle Sam. He needed his, needed his cut. Okay. For me, that first job was McDonald's. Okay. If in the 90s you ever got a Big Mac from uh, McDonald's at Four Corners, chances are I made your Big Mac. Okay. <laughs> then I started college and I got a job as a computer lab assistant. And because I wanted a car, I got a, a night job at a gas station across from the university. Talk about eye-opener working midnights at a gas station near downtown Brownsville. Okay? But I needed that money. Okay? I graduated from college with a degree in history and kinesiology. And that I became a teacher for a couple of years. Okay? God bless you teachers, wherever it's out there. Okay? Then, in 2000, I joined the United States Border Patrol. I've been doing that since. With, thank you, agent, whoever it was. Okay. <laughs> With every job I, I got, my pay continued to increase. But no matter how much more money I made, it was never enough. How many of you all have experienced that? Most of you in here. Okay. Why is it ever enough, even though we're making more money? Because we start buying stuff and getting into debt. More stuff and more debt doesn't bring happiness. Debt brings stress. The stress of having to pay a bill by a certain date or pay the penalty. The Bible says... The borrower is slave to the lender, right? When I was in the Border Patrol Academy, I had a, a law instructor that whenever something was going to be on our exam, he would always do this, right? Like, hey, pay attention to this, okay? I'm, I might do that a couple times up, up here, okay, gentlemen? Okay, that's just things that spoke to me. And this verse spoke to me. The borrower is slave to the lender. I'm like... I don't want to be a slave, okay? We all work too hard just to be sending our money to the lenders, credit cards, our mortgage, our car payments, whatever you owe can be taken away from you as soon as you don't make those payments, true or false, okay? Yeah, you don't make that payment, they'll send that record for that car. Don't make that payment, they're going to get you out of your home, okay? How many of you all get your paycheck, and by the time you get your paycheck, it's all gone? Okay. Okay, before I gave my life to Jesus, I would spend all of my money on drinking, going out with friends, buying whatever I came across that I wanted. Didn't matter. Because I was making enough money to send those payments at the end of the month. Okay. And if I didn't have enough money, in my job, all I had to do was work midnight shift, and I'd make more money, work Sundays, made Sunday pay, or I'd go out on a detail and get per diem and make more money just to make that extra buck. 
The Bible says, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Okay? Notice, though, the Bible says money is not evil. <laughs> the love of money is evil. Okay? You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Money just reveals who you truly serve. Okay? If you get more money, I've learned, if you're a nice, kind, sharing person, it just increases it. If you're a jerk, it's just going to increase it. Okay? I see this with my kids. Both my kids follow the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace Junior Plan. This one right here. They earn their money by doing chores so that they could buy whatever they want. All right? The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Okay? I noticed this with my kids. We were at the mall. They make their own money. And my daughter was, daddy, daddy, how much is this? Oh, it's $19, mija. Uh, no, that's too much. Put it back. Okay? Because she learned the value of the dollar. She had to work and earn that money. If I had just bought it for her, would she have said, yes, go ahead and get it. Pay that $19. Yes. Right? Because she didn't learn from it. Okay? But my kids, they also... They've also learned through this program to give, save, and tithe their money. My kids, not just because they're my kids, but they have huge hearts. They love to give to charities and to the church. My little boy, Javier, sometimes I have to remind them that he doesn't have to give all his money to charity or to the, or to the church. Okay? I tell him, mijo, you, you, you could buy stuff. Buy yourself that toy, right? But he just, he just has that big, big heart, okay? So as you can see, money is not evil. Money can be used for good. The Bible says, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. As I personally went deeper and deeper into debt because I could make the payments, I would just work more and more to make the money so I could just pay off the debt, the cars, the house, the credit cards, all that stuff. Then, for those of you that are married, when I married, now we had joint debt. Okay? Now it wasn't just my debt and her debt. We both owed together. Okay? So what did we do? We both just worked more and more just to make those payments. What were we? We were slaves to the lenders. Okay? Until one day at work, thank God, they offered, they offered me to take the Dave Ramsey course. Right? So this course is a nine-week course that at my job, they crammed into one week. Okay? And 
and they took out all the Bible verses out of it. Okay? Because well, so I work for the federal government, so yeah, they can't talk about God. But by this time, I had already given my life to Jesus. And I went home after the course, and I started looking for all the Bible verses. And my eyes were open, and I got super excited to become debt-free. Okay? The Bible says, save yourself like a gazelle escaping from a hunter, like a bird fleeing from a net. Some of you are like, Javier, what the heck, gazelle, birds, what does that have to do with money? Okay. Basically, what it's saying, a gazelle, for those of you that don't know, is like a little, little deer. And have you ever seen those uh, TV shows, the one with the, the lion is creeping up on the little baby gazelle? You know? That right there, that's your credit card and your debt. Okay? <laughs> yeah, it starts. And you're right there, the little gazelle, you know, buying more stuff and all that. And then the dead is creeping and creeping. And then, rawr, they attack you. Okay? What does it say? Save yourself like a gazelle. What does a gazelle do? Run, because does her life depend on it? Yes. That's what God is trying to tell you about money, debt, all that. Run from it. All right? When, hey, 0% APR for six months here. No, okay, and that car dealer, hey, you could just give down, zero down, and your payments are this much, but you're going to owe for like 10 years. No, run, all right? That's what the Bible's trying to tell you, okay? So I took this course, and I'm all gazelle. Orale. Let's do this. The problem was that my wife couldn't attend the course with me because of her work schedule. So again, I'm all gazelle and everything. So, pero she's like, no, I don't, I don't think so. Okay? So what we decided to do is we decided to teach our first financial peace class here at church. Which she helped me out. She took the course. And boy, did she get on board. Okay? She became more gazelle than I ever did. Okay? She wanted to become debt-free. She, she began couponing. For those of you who have seen that show, Extreme Couponer, it's a blood sport, all right? She would coupon. She had her folder. She had her plan of attack, the whole deal. I went with her a couple of times, and, uh, man, got out of the store with a bunch of stuff, stuff that we needed for the house. And then after all the, uh, sorry, whoever was behind her and you needed to pay, she started with all her couponing. And I got a coupon for this. By the time she finished, ma'am, you owe 30 cents. I'm like, wow. I felt like I robbed the place. Like, orale, orale, get the bags. Vamonos. We also did a lot of other more difficult things. We, had to, we got rid of our cable, our satellite, Hulu, Disney, Netflix. Oh, we got rid of it all. Okay? This one was the toughest one. Our Taco Tuesday. We had to cut it. Okay? And don't be thinking, hey, this guy, man, he didn't even go out to eat. No, we didn't do that either. Okay? 
I looked at my budget. We're spending like $700 a month in eating out. All we did is we cut it back. We cut it back a little bit more than half, 300 bucks. And as soon as those 300 bucks were gone, where were we eating? At home, in La Casa, right? And that's all we did. It took us about three years, but we paid off all of our debts. We paid off all of the cars, all of the credit cards, the student loan, and even our mortgage. Okay? We were completely debt-free. Thank you, God. I think you have a picture of, uh, of us at Dave Ramsey. Uh, that's my family and I. We, we drove all the way to Tennessee because when, I, when we first decided to become debt-free in the show, once you become debt-free, you can go on the show and, and yell, I'm debt-free, we're debt-free, all that stuff. So I was like, hey, man, how cool would it be? This Mexican family from deep south Texas on the border by the sea, all this, you know, to go to Tennessee and tell our story and, and yell it in front of everybody. And that was our plan. Pero COVID happened. <laughs> and we missed the timeline to, to do it. But I'm like, you know what, babe? We're still going to go. And we still stood where everybody stands. And, and we got the backstage tour and, and the whole deal. Um, and so we, we, still, we still, you know, did part of our dream. Okay, don't get me wrong. Along the way, we fell off the wagon a couple of times, all right? Especially with Taco Tuesday. Okay? For those of you that don't know my wife, she loves tacos. Okay? So what, what did we do to get back on that wagon? We would just teach another financial peace class, and that would get us right back on track. Okay? We've taught a total of three financial peace classes here at church, and we've helped others uh, on their journey to become debt-free. As a matter of fact, this past week, my wife and I got a text from one of our students telling us that she just paid off her car. Okay, today, I will give you a quick, quick overview of Dave Ramsey's Bible-based training on how to follow God's word on managing his money. Okay, the Bible says, here's a foundational truth. For the earth is the Lord's and all it contains. God owns it all. Everything. Once you come to realize that, you become more appreci appreciative and, and you thank God for what you have. I highly recommend taking the Dave Ramsey course if you have the times and the means. Okay, this is how you could take the course. You could scan that QR code up there. Uh, I really wish my wife and I could teach another. We want to teach another class, but right now with kids running all over school started and all that stuff, it's, it's a little difficult. But we're, we're praying and we're hoping to teach another class. Okay, this course consists of seven baby steps you need to take. Okay, for you younger generation. I really wish they would have taught me this in high school or college. Today, I would have been, I'd be a millionaire already if 
they would have taught me this. Don't get me wrong. A squared plus B squared equals C squared, that's all great, but I haven't really used it much since I left school. Okay? But this stuff, I use it every day. Okay? And I want for you younger generation, if you do this, you guys could be millionaires. Okay? By the time you're my age. Okay? Are you guys ready to get started? All right. Corre se va. Let's get started. Right? Cramming a lot of information here, so keep up. Okay? Baby step number one. Save $1,000 for your starter emergency fund. Okay? This right here, baby step one. This is to take away some of the stresses from those unexpected life events that just happened. Like a blown out tire or a trip to the ER, water heater breaks, whatever. Okay? It's an emergency. That's to get you out of the emergency and not have to put it on the credit card. Okay? If you use it for whatever reason, you need to replenish it back as quickly as possible. All right? And ladies, it's Black Friday, and there's sales. That's not an emergency. Okay? <laughs> Negative. Okay? It's only for emergencies. Okay? How do you get $1,000 as quickly as possible? This isn't going to be easy, all right? Buckle up. One way, have a garage sale. Cancel your subscriptions and memberships. Netflix, Hulu, Disney. <gasps> Here's another one. Stop buying Starbucks and make your own coffee at home. I, I, I already groaning. Nah, I'm going to bro. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Pack your lunch. All right. That one's tough. Like where I work, they always want to go out and eat. Pack your lunch. Saves you a lot of money. Okay? Some of you are like, no, hombre, that sounds hard. That sounds difficult. I can't do that. If you think about it. If you needed to raise $1,000 because one of your children was extremely sick and he needed surgery, would you be able to raise those $1,000 like that? Some of you are like, what kid? <laughs> Which one? El malito? El... The good one, okay? <laughs> I ask again, would you be able to do it to save that child's life? Yeah, you do whatever you had to do. Okay? This one's the biggest one of all. Track your money by making a budget. If all of your bills at the end of the month, I'll use simple math, okay, because I'm not a math major. If at the end of the month, all of your bills equal $1,000, you have to spend, and that's what you make, $1,000, right? You make $1,000, your, your paycheck. Your bills better be able to cover $1,000, okay? Zero it out, all of your money. If it's 1001 are you doing it right? No. Okay? So zero out your budget. Okay? If you're married, you must have a budget meeting. Okay? Where both of you decide where your money's going to be going. All right? If your wife's like, I want that, those shoes with the red sole. And he wants that new fishing rod. Okay. Have that budget. 
and zero out your, when you want to do it and you don't want to eat out at all that month, well, you know, that's your prerogative. But So zero it out. Get that budget with your spouse. If you're single, for all of my singles in here, get an accountability partner. Somebody that's going to tell you, hey, girlfriend, don't buy that purse. Okay? You can't afford it. All right? So get that accountability partner. Okay? Again, my wife and I, we fell off the wagon a couple of times with the, with the Taco Tuesdays and the eating out. Um, it, it's tough. It's tough. It is difficult. But if you want to be free and not be slave to the lenders, you could do this. You could do this. Querer es poder. Where there's a will, there's a way. Okay? Baby step number two, numero dos. Pay off all debt except the house using the debt snowball. Okay? Some of you are saying, Javier, we don't even have snow down here. ¿Qué es eso? What's that? Okay. A lot of us have seen the cartoons, right? That they make the little snowball. They're on top of the mountain. And they release it. What happens to that snowball? It becomes bigger, right? That's what the debt snowball is, okay? In this step, it's time to pay off your cars, your credit cards, the student loans. What you do here is you list all of your debts except for your mortgage. Put them in order according to the amount you owe from smallest to largest, regardless of interest rate, all right? Don't start saying, ah, pues I'm going to pay this one because that one has a higher interest rate. No, negative. Smallest to largest. You're going to pay the minimum payment on everything except the smallest debt. That money you're saving on not buying Starbucks and no Hulu and all that stuff, that's where you're dumping your money into. 